Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, my name is Jordan, and I am the host today of this amazing podcast, the the podcast of Brotherly Love, which is the best podcast hosted by a Haitian-American brother duo. Alright, so here we are, back at it again with the podcast of Brotherly Love, and this is going to be a solo episode. This is just me on here today, but we're going to keep it moving. Uh, we have a couple topics that uh, I'd like to just share my thoughts on, uh, including, we're going to talk Kyrie. Andrew Wiggins. We're talking Kyrie, Andrew Wiggins, the whole vaccine situation in, in the NBA. And, of course, uh, we're going to see what else the internet has for us and <laughs> take it from there. So, uh, this week has been kind of a crazy week for me. Had a lot of emotion, uh, shed some tears, had some, shared some celebrations, had some great food, and I was honestly kind of funny today. I was at church and I was uh, doing some like some MC MC work, kind of like you know the announcements or whatever. And you know, I, I guess I just had a conversation before that that really had me flustered. I was like, I got like really nervous, and I was on stage and I was. Fumbled over my words, and then everybody started clapping, like, to encourage me. But, like, nah, it was pretty dramatic for me, honestly. Uh, and uh, so that's kind of how my Sunday went. But uh, we post these every Sunday. So I wanted to keep every other Sunday. So I wanted to keep it consistent here. Because consistency is key. So we'll get to it. I mean, we wanted to talk about... Andrew Wiggins declining to get vaccinated for his religious beliefs. And then you have Kyrie Irving, who is, I believe he is, he has declined to sharing his vaccination status. So not even sharing his vaccination status, but his, his medical records. And um, I heard a couple things about this. I've heard a couple of perspectives on ESPN and things like that. And, and, and Jared and I have talked about it a little bit. And we'll talk about it more next week or on the next the next show in a couple weeks or so. But <laughs> um, my thoughts are, are so. I mean, one thing that did not sit right with me in this whole situation was the fact that in the state of New York, New York employees or New York professional sports athletes can't play if they're not vaccinated, right? Okay, I get that. But here's the crazy part. If somebody from another team comes into New York to play and they're not vaccinated, they can play. So, I mean, I think that double standard is 
kind of hard to overcome. But I mean, it's a double stater nevertheless. Personally, uh, I mean, I'm personally vaccinated, and I thought it was a great idea for me, myself, and my family. Uh, however, if Kyrie Irving doesn't believe so and he's willing to walk away from basketball, um, that's something that we all have to deal with. I mean, because as a man, as an employee, um, if and your employer encourages you to get vaccinated, you don't get vaccinated. Like, you have to find a new job. And I don't think anybody is bigger than the game, bigger than the health of everyone else, or bigger than anything else. Kyrie's got to go, if that's the case. If that's the case, if, if he says, hey, I'm not playing, or if I don't get vaccinated, I can't play, then he would sit out for 41 games out of the year. He would sit out for all the home games. And can you make that work? Yes. And I think um, in a vaccinated environment or in this COVID environment, I, I personally, if I was the, the GM, Sean Mar if I was Sean Marks with the Brooklyn Nets, I would definitely keep Kyrie on the team and run him uh, for all the whole for all the away games until this until this all this COVID confusion clears up. Personally, that's, that's what I would do. I mean, as Kyrie being the vice president of the Players Association and being one of the best point guards in the league, I would keep him and allow him to play half the games. Because he said if he gets traded. He won't play, or he'll probably retire. And and for me, if he's only going to play with Brooklyn Nets and KD, then that's how it's got to be. And then as far as Andrew Wiggins goes, um, this is this was a religious a religious reason why he didn't want to get vaccinated. I completely understand that. I don't know how it works in Canada. Um, I know in the U.S. Um, uh, there are a lot of vaccinations that we do take before the age of 18 and, and in, all through grade school and all these other schooling. But at the end of the day, like, obviously you can, so my dad told me, you can decline for religious reasons. And, um, and I do understand the NBA stance or the stance in San Francisco where it's like, okay, I get it. Like, you have religious a religious reason why you don't want to get the vaccine, I get it. But at the end of the day, you can't be, you can't put everyone else in danger. So are there are there teams in the NBA that have that live in cities where you don't need to be vaccinated to play? Sure, there are. And and I personally, my thoughts are that that would be the best move for Andrew Wiggins, the city of San Francisco. And the whole NBA as a whole. I mean, there are teams that don't have guys that are vaccinated, but in their state or in their particular region, it may not be mandated for employees. So they have unvaccinated people on teams playing. And I, I would beg to differ, but I, I, 
I believe if if you come into San Francisco, you can play if you're unvaccinated, but employees of San Francisco of the Golden State Warriors would not be able to play. So if they're not vaccinated, they would not be able to play any home games. So he'd be playing all the way games and that'd be kind of a mess. And I don't think honestly, I don't think Andrew Wiggins is is uh Valuable enough to only play 41 games. I mean, I think he's a good young player with great athleticism, great two-way player. He's got a mean half-spin, half-spin fadeaway jumper. But uh, he definitely doesn't move the needle for me. Uh, I think when you get Clay back, I think it's going to be a different team. But at the, at the end of the day, he does not move the needle to where he does not move the needle to where he's a guy that you would keep for 41 games when you can trade him and get some value back. Especially uh, Golden State's have one of the busiest and one of the, quite frankly, one of the most efficient and prolific front offices I've seen in basketball um, in the last five, ten years. So I wanted to talk about one more thing before we left. and uh, I completely forgot what we were going to talk about. I should have took notes. Well, I knew we were talking about the NBA vaccination. I was thinking about discussing some, you know, Ben Simmons trade scenarios. I may discuss that with Jared next week. And also, I was thinking about. Yeah, I don't really have anything, so it's completely evading me. So if it comes back to me, uh, Jared and I will talk. We'll talk on it next week. Uh, Jared really is the star of the show, so uh, I know you'll be happy to hear from you next week. But um, if you're listening to this now, follow us on Instagram at the podcast of Brotherly Love. As always, we love you, and we'll see you at the top. Bye.